Happy New Year after Krishna Janmashtami. So we have <clears throat> people usually like New Year. So if it's something good, then why not have many of it? So in India we have about 20 New Years. Diwali and Gorpurnima and uh, several Amavasyas. <coughs> Hare Krishna. Yes. <clears throat> and I was told that uh, uh, the same started actually here in uh, Iskon of DC. <clears throat> Pardon? New Vrindavan, in New Vrindavan. Yeah, around the lake with uh, vignettes, dramas, with Krishna jumping out of the bushes, some demons jumping out of the bushes and Krishna defeating them. And it's very touching with lanterns. And they said it started here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we, before <coughs> speaking, we dedicate our heart and consciousness to Krishna. We set our goal on the spiritual world by saying, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Narada Muni says that you can quickly satisfy Janardana in everybody's heart, the Supreme Lord in everybody's heart. Janardana means one who directs everybody, one who controls everybody, and sometimes one who creates suffering for everybody in the material world. So at least that's the accusation some people direct at God. Yeah. So at any rate, whatever case may be, we want him to be happy, right? <laughs> so Narada Muni shares a, a three-step secret how to make him happy. <clears throat> and it uh, so happens that uh, these three steps match the uh, Bhagavata Dharmas. Have you heard about Bhagavad Dharma, the school of Bhagavad Dharma? Have you heard this expression, the school of the Bhagavata? So the book is called Srimad Bhagavatam. <clears throat> and we are, as devotees of Krishna, we are Bhagavatas. Yeah? Bhagavatas. Uh, Prabhupada uses once, uh, several times the word uh, a Krishna, a Krishnaite. Krishnaite. <laughs> Vaishnava also means one who belongs to Vishnu. So Bhagavata is one who is Bhagavans, who belongs to Bhagavan. Uh, you still have some families in India, Varshneyas and Karshneyas. Any, any Varshneyas here? In Mathura you still have Varshneyas. So Varshneya, that's Vrishni uh, dynasty, so belong to Vrishni <coughs> dynasty. So um, Bhagavad Dharma, Prabhupada sometimes would give talks on Bhagavad Dharma, the school of the Bhagavad. So uh, in, um, sometimes we think that Bhagavad Dharma is just some one activity. However, 
in Canto 11, we have a list of 33 Bhagavad Dharmas. There are, these are techniques. The first purpose of ISKCON is to educate the humanity at large in spiritual techniques to correct the imbalance in spiritual values. So you have all three areas, knowledge, skills, and values. So values, values and techniques, it's practical. Some of these things act immediately. <clears throat> and it's very uh, curious, it's very interesting to see how um, the, the sage, Prabuddha uh, Muni, uh, starts describing this process of 30, 33 techniques, spiritual techniques, Bhagavad Dharmas, which he puts first. Because we all know that the most effective method is chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Yeah, Sankirtan Yagya is the Yagya <clears throat> for this age. And but recently I've started uh, saying something slightly controversial. <laughs> uh, sorry, yes, I've, I, I'm saying something controversial all the time. But <laughs> I've added one new controversial <laughs> thing. <laughs> I started saying <laughs> that um, if you just chant Hare Krishna, you will have some bread and butter. Because you are doing the yagya. So you, you know, the, uh, the demigods, Krishna, they will send you some water, food, whatever you need. But if you want uh, bread and cheese or some nice uh, bhaji with kofta, uh, <laughs> then you have to chant nicely, <laughs> as Prabhupada translates. And what does it mean to chant nicely? Chant in such a way that other uh, Bhagavatas, other uh, Krishnaites, Vaishnavas, uh, are okay with it. <laughs> they wish you well. So therefore, you can see that... Uh, <clears throat> The Bhagavad Dharmas begin with, uh, not with chanting, but with something else. So this is a verse I uh, quoted a couple of days ago in Baltimore, because uh, Gopal Krishna Maharaj loves to quote this verse frequently. So he says, how to, uh, here Narada Muni says, how to quickly satisfy Janardana. He says, Dayaya Sarvabhuteshu. So Dayaya, by mercy to all the living entities by showing mercy to all living entities santushtya yena kenava being satisfied somehow or other or by whatever comes yena kena this or that whatever comes being satisfied you're saying you're saying it's all right <laughs> whatever happens it's okay <clears throat> and controlling the senses from sense enjoyment Sarvendriyo pashantya cha, upashantya. One can very quickly satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Janardana. Tushyati ashu Janardana. So he become, becomes very quickly satisfied when we practice, practice these three things. So again, what is the first thing we practice? Kindness. Kindness. So that's one of the um, most expected quality of a devotee or a spiritual practitioner. So we say, we use the word sadhu, which Srila Prabhupada usually translates a saintly person. So 
So in the West, when we say a saintly a saint or a saintly person, uh, we immediately think that he ha needs to have a halo behind the effulgence, and he must be canonized by the uh, Pope in uh, the head of the Catholic Church. And to canonize, uh, the first prerequisite is that the person needs to be dead for at least three years. <laughs> and then there has to be three recorded miracles, or at least one remarkable <laughs> miracle, witnessed by I forgot how many people. So then he can be accepted, okay, he's a saint. <laughs> uh, so when we say sadhu, it's not that meaning. When we say sadhu, it means that this is a person who is practicing these spiritual techniques. The person is trying to move forward, trying to become better. Fortunately, this is how Krishna judges us. How does Krishna judge us? He judges us by our intentions. Bhava grahi janardana. He takes the mood. Uh, or 9.30. Api chayat sudurachara. Even somebody does something bad. Vajate mam ananyabak. Sadureva samantavya samyak vyavasitohisa. If he is fixed in uh, the path of bhakti, so the practice, he's committed to the practice of bhakti. And his goal is bhakti. Krishna says, he's a saint. Even if he does something very bad. Of course, that's not a license to, to do some bad things, but um, <clears throat> because then we exploit Krishna. But uh, it shows Krishna's heart. It shows Krishna's heart that uh, if uh, you want to please Krishna, and if you are committed to Krishna Bhakti, if you put your heart and trust in Krishna Bhakti, uh, Krishna thinks you are a saint. Not only he thinks, he says, uh, you also must consider him a saint. Samantavya, it's your duty to consider this person a saint. His goal, so basically by Krishna very kindly judges us by our goals. If you have the proper goal and you accept the proper process, doesn't mean that a person is loose or neglectful. Uh, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur explains that such a devotee, in this 9.30, he says that, that such a devotee thinks, uh, I am a black spot for all the devotees. But I will never give up bhakti. I will never give up bhakti and I will, let me go to hell. He doesn't think, ah, oh, Krishna says, happy chat sudarachar. Krishna, can you please? <laughs> no. He thinks, let me go, let me uh, take the punishment. But I will never give up bhakti and I will never, I, I will never aim for anything other than Krishna in the spiritual world. So Krishna says, so he's not uh, exploiting, abusing uh, Krishna's kindness in that way. So Krishna says, you must accept this person as a saint. He is a saint. So it's very merciful. So you can see that uh, basically it's just two decisions. You, ma you make two decisions and in Krishna's eyes you are a saint. Maybe some other people will not think you are a saint. But uh, who do you want uh, to accept you as a saint? Krishna or other people? You want both, right? <laughs> <laughs> but at least we need to start with Krishna, no? <laughs> or somewhere. <clears throat> so two decisions. The goal, what is my goal? ultimate goal. 
I may, I may even be attached to some other things, but I must put Krishna Bhakti as the ultimate goal. And the process, how do I go there? What do I practice? So Bhakti, by Bhakti, not by uh, karma, fruitive activity, not by dhyana, meditation, not by my own power, but by Krishna's mercy, by uh, pleasing Krishna. So we need to please Krishna, and then we see that Krishna says, I accept this person. Not only I accept, Krishna says, you must also accept <laughs> that this person is a uh, sadhu. Sadur eva samantavya. He should be considered a sadhu. <clears throat> so, um, being Bhagavatas and Vaishnavas, we practice Bhagavad dharmas, and they start with mercy. And that's the first thing that's expected from a uh, sadhu, from a spiritual person. Mean that, that you are kind, that you are merciful, that you are merciful. So we see above the altar here, we see Prahlad Maharaja's prayer. So uh, all the time, he, in Harivarsha, in a neighbor, on a neighbor planet, in Harivarsha, he's praying to Nrisimhadev. Swastyastu Vishwasya. May the whole, may all living entities become calm. Swasti. Swasti means may there be all auspiciousness. Swastyastu Vishwasya. Well, how about rascals? Maybe they should get punished, no? Rascals. They deserve punishment, no? So he says, no. Kala prasidata. May they be pacified also. <laughs> so, uh, do we have it here? Here, it's a little shortened. Well, they are subsumed in the all living entities. <laughs> they are there. Kala <laughs> prasidata. So, may they be also pacified. Uh, of course, uh, that's possible only by... And, and may everybody th uh, wish each other well. They will think of each other's welfare by your dhyaya, uh, by your willpower and intelligence. You think, may he be well also. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, he uh, uh, struck you, punched you in the ribs with his uh, elbow or stepped on your toe and you collect your willpower and you wish him well too. <laughs> so that's the practice of uh, what Prahlad Maharaj is, is describing. What do you think about this? Sounds good in others, right? <laughs> and in us, like in ideal us tomorrow, <laughs> someday. Or, or is it possible today to be a well-wisher of everybody? Is it possible? Theoretically, it's possible, right? So, we could uh, try. Actually, <clears throat> there is one way to practice it, even if you think you can't. You can try, because, you know, sometimes we think, if I wish them well, they will exploit it. I must be angry at them. I must hate them. Because they will exploit it. Right? It's of course wrong, but that's how the mind tries to trick us. <clears throat> Wishing others well doesn't mean you become a, we call it the doormat. It doesn't mean you become a doormat. 
It just means you do whatever you need. Like Arjuna had to fight and kill the Kauravas. But Krishna says, don't hate them. Do not hate them. Do not hate anybody. Can you imagine? Do not hate anybody. Fight. Please fight. But without hatred. So it doesn't mean you become a doormat. That's why yoga is very tricky. Because it's paradoxical. You wish well, but you, sometimes you may uh, do some action. That's, nowadays they call it uh, assertiveness. You're not assertive. You know? sometimes, all, some, sometimes some of us need to be trained in assertiveness. Come, out, come, come forward and say, I need this. That's my need. <laughs> when, you, when this and this happens, I feel hurt and I need peace in this area. Yeah. And we, we, we lack this assertiveness. We think that, how can I say I need? You know, it's, I, I should be calm and peaceful. But sometimes the other person doesn't know. Anyway, so we don't want to. We think it's impossible. Or it's not good to wish them well. But there is a, there is a way how you can still try to practice it. Can you, can, you, can you think of somebody that you feel it's difficult to wish them well? Somebody is laughing. Okay, that's, that is the person, yes. <laughs> okay, take a few. <laughs> so can everybody think of somebody wh whom you have difficulty wishing, w wishing well? Everybody has somebody? Can you think of somebody? <clears throat> Anybody has difficulty finding a person, I can suggest, you have a difficulty to find? You do, okay. Uh, think of some politicians. <laughs> Pol <laughs> politicians. <laughs> okay? Got some? Okay. <laughs> I think no matter, doesn't matter what's your persuasion, you can find somebody that <laughs> it's difficult to <laughs> wish somebody uh, <clears throat> well. So you think, uh, how can I wish them well? Some, this person, you know, he's doing this wrong and that wrong. If I wish him well, he will prosper. <clears throat> but he's prospering already, even with you wishing him bad, right? <laughs> so for a change, you could, uh, still being assertive, you can just change your uh, mood inside. And the trick is, you can make an experiment, you can try to wish this person well, just for uh, seven seconds at first, okay? Seven seconds, it doesn't, nothing will happen in seven seconds, right? It's not gonna, and then if you want, you can go back to, <laughs> to wishing them bad. But just try for seven seconds. Is it, does it sound uh, doable? Can we do it for seven seconds as an experiment, right? Just let's see what happens if we, if we, uh, to the extent we can. So let's <clears throat> collect our... <clears throat> okay, so let's think. Okay, everybody is Krishna's part and particle and everybody is Krishna's energy and Krishna in some form is in everybody's heart and may they all be happy. Can we wish everybody well? Wish everything... Wish uh, that... Everybody gets the supreme welfare, at least for seven seconds. Okay. One, two, three, four, 
Was it, uh, did it feel dangerous? <laughs> Do you feel uh, some positive shift when you tried to, to uh, move your heart, to make your heart kinder? It feels, does it feel good? Some, it, it's one of the secret ways uh, it's one of the Bhagavad Dharmas, it's one of the secret ways to quickly change our uh, consciousness. Sometimes I was saying that <clears throat> when I just joined, we had uh, an ashram in a countryside, in a rural area, and uh, we took bath from a well. We had some uh, cabins and we, we were taking bath outside from a bucket. Water was cold. It was autumn, and then uh, one devotee asked me, so when you take bath in the morning, uh, what do you think? <sighs> well, nothing. <laughs> I just think, ah! <laughs> That's all I think. <laughs> so I said, no, 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 this is wrong. No, no. As you take bath in the morning, you should think, may everybody be happy. I said, what? I should think that in the morning? First thing in the morning, when I take bath in the cold water? Yes. Really? Okay, let me try. <laughs> and then uh, I tried. And it's the last thing you want to think. But if you do, then it sort of throws a switch in your consciousness. From uh, me, 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 being me-centered, to being more Krishna conscious. Okay, there, there are other people also in the world. <clears throat> and they are also Krishna's uh, particles. So, Dayaya Sarabhutish. And you can see that Krishna is quickly satisfied by it. Again, it, it doesn't mean you become a doormat. doesn't mean you are not assertive. But it just means that you go around uh, with a good heart. Because, uh, what do they say? That anger, is, uh, being angry is like carrying uh, coal, burning coal in your hand. Uh, waiting for an opportunity to throw it at somebody. But who is getting burned? Only, only we are getting burned if you carry that uh, burning coal. Even if you do throw, if it, even if you do find an opportunity to throw, how much it will burn? Maybe for a second. But we are getting burned all the time. Sometimes the person is already dead for 20 years and we are still angry. <laughs> and we are still arguing in our mind. Why did you do Yeah, you should have done I should have said like this. And he would say like, and I would reply like that. <laughs> What's the point? Who benefits? Okay, so <clears throat> uh, this is uh, the first Bhagavata Dharma. So they are listed in Canto 11. And they are given in... <clears throat> Navayogendra's reply to King Nimi's question. His question was, it's such a beautiful question, how a person who is attached to, material, to the material world, a person who uh, is dull, so materialistic dull and dull, how can such an uncontrolled sense, with uncontrolled senses, 
How, how can such a person quickly and easily cross the insurmountable ocean of Maya? It's, I think it's a very brilliant question. <laughs> quickly and easily, right? It's, it's something good, right? Quickly and easily, we prefer. Quickly and easily. And uh, despite our lack of qualification and the insurmountable ocean of illusion. And uh, he is given the answer. So Prabhuda <coughs> says that, so he says, by Bhagavad Dharma, you can cross by Bhagavad Dharma. And he does list Shavanam Kirtanam, hearing and chanting. But he starts <coughs> with uh, these three. The first, so the first three Bhagavad Dharmas are uh, mercy, friendship, and respect. This is what he is saying. And in other places, so in Canto uh, 4, Chapter 11, Dhruva Maharaj is told, Titikshaya Karunaya Maitriya Cha Kila Jantushu Samatvena Cha Sarvatma Bhagavan Samprasidati. The Lord is Samprasidati, is very satisfied or completely satisfied. Do we want the Lord to be completely satisfied? So how to, to make him completely satisfied? Four things. When the devotee greets other people with tolerance, mercy, friendship, and equality. So that, that refers to different uh, categories. So tolerance, maybe when some uh, senior uh, person uh, tells you this is how we should act, we need to tolerate or respect them. <clears throat> mercy, when we see somebody mm, making mistakes, we show mercy. We, when we see somebody equal, we make friends. And we, when we see a total rascal, a demon, envious demon, then what do we practice? Equality, equanimity, upeksha. Yeah, upeksha. And then the Lord, these are the four practices of a Madhyam Bhakta. Madhyam Bhagavad, the intermediate uh, devotee, devotee on the intermediate level of advancement. And Srila Prabhupada says in the purport here that all of us must uh, rise to that level of Madhyam Bhagavad. Hmm? Uh, Raj Bihari Prabhu uh, likes to quote this verse, 4.8.33. He says this is the template of the Vedic culture. Same thing, three, three relationships. <clears throat> Guna adikan, mudam lipset. You see somebody who has guna adika, uh, better qualities, who excels, who, su uh, who is superior to us in some way or another. He's more qualified in, one, in whatever way. For in, in different, uh, you can be in different areas. He can have, uh, he can know more Sanskrit shlokas. Or maybe he has a better car. Or maybe he has a, a more loving family. Or maybe he has, you know, it can be anything. We always can find something that they can, it's, it's good also to see that they excel us in something. So what do we practice? Mudam, happiness. We are happy for them. That's the antidote for envy. It's the open to be happy when we see that somebody is um, qualified in some way. 
he should, we should be very pleased. And when we meet somebody less qualified, then somebody, what does it mean? It means somebody does something wrong. So our tendency is to go and smash him and say, this is wrong. <laughs> but Narada uh, Muni says, we practice anukrosham, uh, mercy. So we see, some, we see somebody making mistakes, we need to practice mercy. Preferably not the tough variety, not the very harsh variety of mercy, <laughs> unless they uh, accept us as, even then, I had, this, I had this experience. I had a student in one Bhagavatam course, and one day he, he was so, so happy to tell a story about Srila Prabhupada, how Srila Prabhupada chastised one of his servants very, very strongly. And he was saying, oh, this is so nice, Srila Prabhupada chastised him so strongly. So then the next day, he had to do something, he had to pick up a ticket from the train station, and he didn't. So I thought, oh, he, he likes to be dealt strongly with. <laughs> so I said some strong words. <laughs> Not very harsh, but somewhat strong. And he was crushed. It, it, it didn't go well. I was wrong. I was totally wrong. I should not have said it. It didn't, uh, didn't uh, benefit him. Even though I, it looked like he likes, he wants it, he accepts uh, me as an authority, but it didn't go well. I should have better spoken softly or mildly. That might have been much more beneficial to him and to others, and to me and to everybody. <clears throat> so, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, Maitrim samanat anvichan. When we see somebody equal, that's also a challenge to accept somebody is equal. Who equal to me? Come on. <laughs> so you can say roughly equal, you know, <laughs> just in the ballpark. <laughs> oh, it's roughly equal. So we and we we need to seek anvichan. We need to f uh, seek out the chance to make friends. Practice friendship. It's, uh, I often say it's one of the most challenging parts to make friends. So then uh, Narada Muni tells uh, Dhruva, Na tapai rabi buyate. And Srila Prabhupada translates in this way, one is never affected by the threefold miseries of this material world. And there are only threefold miseries. There are no other. There's it's, there, there aren't any other, only threefold miseries. So just these three things, they sound nice and sweet and, and uh, very acceptable. You know, make friends, be merciful, and uh, be happy for others. What could go wrong? <laughs> what's, what's difficult about it? And if you just do this, the threefold miseries do not touch you, will never touch you. Hmm. So if the threefold miseries touch me, I'm deficient in one of these areas, apparently. And uh, <clears throat> interestingly enough, Dhruva Maharaj told Narada Muni, uh, you know what? I can't do this. <laughs> A five-year-old boy said, I can't do this. 
And he ended up doing what? Not eating for three months, not drinking for two months, and not breathing for a month. That was easier <laughs> for him. That was easier. So actually, it, it turns out, it seems that just practicing these three things is a higher austerity than not eating for six months. So, here's a shortcut we can use, right? Just practice these three things, done. <laughs> and anyway, we see this is chapter 8, and in chapter 11, he's being told the same three things, plus uh, being equipoised to, to the enemies. So these are the three practices. <clears throat> they are coming in <clears throat> uh, 11... 3.23. So Prabhuda Yogendra, he says, Tatra Bhagavatan Dharman. From Guru, Shikshad, uh, one should learn. Gurvatma Daivata. Amayaya Nuritayais Tushyat Atmatma Dohari. You should learn these uh, Bhagavad Dharmas by, we, by these three Dharmas, three activities, ac techniques, spiritual techniques by which Hari, Krishna the Lord, Atmat is becoming uh, Tushyat, is satisfied, Tushyat, and Atmatma Dohari. He is to the Atma, to you, to the soul, Atma Doh, he's giving himself. When you practice these dhar Bhagavad Dharmas, Krishna is satisfied and he gives himself to you. <clears throat> and he's happy to give himself to you. First, he tests, of course. But um, in the first canto, Srila Prabhupada says that Krishna is more eager to, to uh, give mercy to the living entity and bring the living entity back to the spiritual world than the conditioned soul can ever desire. He wants us to be back more than we want, than we can ever want. I think it's, a very, good, it's very good news. Even if I don't want, at least he wants. <laughs> And this is what Srila Prabhupada says there, that most people do not want, do not desire. But if somebody does want, Krishna helps in every possible way. <clears throat> and so, then, the three Bhagavadharma, so, Dayam Maitrim Prashrayam Cha. Mercy. So you can see, these are the first. Adao, Adao. With, in association with devotees. Adao sangam chasadushu, in association, being detached, sarvato manaso sangam, being internally detached from all material conditions, uh, being in the association of sadushu devotees, uh, one should practice dayam, maitrim, and prashayam. Or mercy, friendship, and respect. Shishi Radha Madan Mohan, Shishi Gurnita, Shishi Sitaram Lakshman Hanuman, Kijai. Appropriately. Yatha Uchitam, as behooves. So, you know, so <clears throat> respect to those who are uh, in some way more qualified and friendship with those who are roughly equal and uh, mercy to those who have some. Uh, Lack of qualification. <clears throat> so these are the first 
three dharmas that we that we practice. Hare Krishna. So, any reflections here? Any comments? Any questions? All clear, right? <laughs> Path is clear. We can be quickly free from the threefold miseries. Turn it that way. Turn it this, that side, yeah. A similar, you know, thing had been said in Bhagavad Gita. Yes. Where Krishna says, Advesta Sarva Bhutana, Maitra Kamana Evacha. Yes. Nirmamo Nirahakara. Samadukha Sukakrami. Santushta Satatam Yagiya Tatmadrina Nishya. Mayar Pidamana Budir Yamad Bhakta Samepriya. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, this is chapter 12, Bhaktashtaka. Eight verses where Krishna glorifies a Bhakta. And he says, if you are like this, such a person is very dear to me. Yamad Bhakta Samepriya. Yasman no dvijate loko, lokan no dvijate chaya. Harsha, marsha, bayodvegar, muktoya, sacha mepriya. This is the next one. So it starts, what you, call, start, you started with 12, 13. So it starts with the same three things. Advesta, not, en, not being envious. So usually we are envious if some, we see somebody having some uh, superior uh, qualities or something in some area. Uh, Maitra, being friend, friendly, that's usually with equal. And Karuna, that's usually to those who uh, need some mercy. Uh, so then, uh, yeah. and then in the next verse, so this is 13, 14, 15. In the 15, he says, one who does not disturb anybody and who is not disturbed by anybody. Then, Lokam, not Vijete. Yes. Harsha, Marsha, Bayodvegar, one who is free from uh, material elation, happiness, uh, anger. Uh, fear and disturbance uh, is very dear to me. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, this is uh, the last verse, 1220. Those who follow this dharma amrita, nectarian dharma or eternal dharma, dharma amrita. Yathoktam paryupasate. And uh, as described, meaning with all these qualities, 30 qualities, paryupasate uh, means they are worshipping it. So what does it mean? Vashnachakvaryatakura says, means they don't have these qualities, but they want to develop these qualities for Krishna. Yathoktam paryupasate. Shadadana matparama bhaktaste tivamepriya. With faith and devotion. Such devotees are ativa, not dear. They are very, very, very dear to me. So Vishnachakarya Thakur says that such a devotee who doesn't have any of these qualities, but wants to develop these qualities for Krishna, is more dear to Krishna than somebody who has all good qualities, but not in the path of bhakti. There can be some, uh, you know, jnana yogi, 
with two-meter moustache in the ice of Him the Himal Himalaya mountains. Yes? Uh, but he thinks, I'm God, I'm God, right? And there is Bhakta John who cannot put uh, dal uh, in your plate. He always ends up putting it on your dhoti. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> but uh, he wants to please Krishna. So, Yes. Passive, exactly. Yes. Yes. Thank you. That's what I exactly the verse I had in mind. That Krishna, it doesn't mean you become a doormat, uh, uh, or that you don't uh, that you do not exercise assertiveness. He tells Arjuna, you fight, but Shatraucha be equal to. Uh, enemies and friends in a sense that do not hate your enemies, at least be neutral. <clears throat> Thank you. That's, Thank you for quoting chapter 12. Yes? Hare Krishna Prabhu. Uh, I think that this is a good time to bring the second point of that first verse that you brought up, where it talks about satisfaction, yes. being satisfied somehow or other. So I just I wanted to understand that a little bit more, that it seems like these feelings of discontent they act as great impetus for us to continue on with our, or go deeper in our spiritual life. And we feel this sense of dissatisfaction, just like we see in the journey of even of Gopukumar. But at the same time, we understand that satisfaction is an austerity of the mind. So what is, how does that balance? Is there a place for dissatisfaction in our spiritual practices that sort of impel us to, you know, uh, take deeper and deeper shelter? Because sometimes yes. too much satisfaction can, you know, it seems like people are so satisfied sometimes that, Yes. Thank you. That's in the Mahabharata discussion. I think it was Bhima who said, the best is Kama. If you have Kama, you act. <laughs> if you have desires, you act. So Kama is good. <laughs> uh, they argue what is best. But uh, Shachananda Swami gives a nice formula. He says, do the best and depend on Krishna for the rest. Do your best and depend on Krishna for the rest. So in other words, we are aspiring for the highest and we want to go to Goloka and this is why oftentimes devotees by chanting Hare Krishna, by practicing some of this service, you already can go to Vaikuntha. And uh, many will be offered after departure from this body, many devotees will be offered. Come on, let's go to, you can go to Vaikuntha. But many devotees will say, I want to go to Goloka. I want to go to Krishna Loka. So let me go back and practice more. And then, then I will let me go back a hundred times and develop my bhav for Krishna fully. And then I will go to Krishna Loka. So sometimes uh, a devotee will even refuse. Uh, he will say, what will I do in Vaikuntha? Well, it's okay, it's comfortable, but what service will I do? I want to milk, I want to feed Krishna uh, nice burfis. Can I do this in Vaikuntha? Uh, only from afar. You can send a parcel with a 
FedEx, Vaikunda FedEx <laughs> to Krishna. <laughs> or, but in, in, in Goloka Vrindavan you can bring this hot, like Narutam Dastak or Gunamanjari, he cooks down milk and he makes barfi. Have you seen in India how they make barfi? Yeah, this cooked down pera or in, in Mathura district. Yeah, What else do you call it? Pera, barfi. Uh, oh, something else is there. Uh, uh, in Govardhan they call it. Anyway, that's <laughs> it's a nice milk sweet. So he cooks down and, and then you can feed with your hand in Krishna's mouth. So a devotee may want this. So he will refuse to take even liberation without this uh, service. So we aim for the highest, which sometimes can create frustration if we are too uh, eager to get it too quickly. Therefore, Krishna says, Abhyasana tokanteya vairagena chagrihyate. How you can con uh, control your mind by uh, practice and detachment. And they say that de so practice, proper practice, so you know, chanting Hare Krishna, but nicely, because right, nicely means with uh, kindness, friendship, respect, and <clears throat> uh, um, do, doing all kinds of ser services. So these are practices, giving mercy to others, uh, reading Krishna's message, Krishna Katha in the Bhagavatam. <clears throat> That's practice. And detachment, detachment from enjoying the material world, but also detachment from quick success. Sometimes we mix it, sometimes we hear, you should be greedy for uh, Krishna Prema, you should be greedy for... Uh, Vrindavan Bhakti and we th what do we understand that I should be greedy and greed we have we can practice greed but until it's purified it may be just material greed for success for perfection mystic perfection for some success it, for, it can still be motivated and it creates uh, sometimes it backfires so therefore uh, we have to make sure we do this for Krishna with devotees uh, also having good relationships with devotees not in isolation I can tell you a ho one horror story it's night, yeah, it's proper time <laughs> that's what you do, right? In, in the evening you tell children some horror story <laughs> it's good training for the mind <laughs> Uh, one devotee told me about a, somebody who went away to out of ISKCON uh, to he took initiation somewhere at Radakund <clears throat> and then he started doing three Govardhan Parikramas every day because there is some uh, f some saying that after three Govardhan Parikramas you, Krishna comes and gives you his darshan of course, having been trained by Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, we know, don't try to see God, but be such a devotee that God wants to see you. Right? 
In other words, we do not try to enjoy the darshan of Krishna. We are trying to make Krishna happy, and then he will come, being attracted by our bhakti. So even uh, other devotees were telling that devotee, please don't do this. This is, uh, okay, you can do it once or twice. So that's what, it's like uh, 60 something kilometers, 63 kilometers every day. <clears throat> he was chanting, which is, you know, on the face of it, it's a good thing, right? It's in Vrindavan, in Rajamandala, he's chanting, this is Govardhan, what can be better? But uh, I was told that he was persisting, then he got s some infection in his feet, in his legs, and then he, this infection be became worse and worse, and uh, gave more and more pain. And what's worse, Krishna was not coming and dancing, as promised in folklore <laughs> you know that he, krishna comes and dances after three that he persisted every day he was doing every day three parikramas and then after i forgot how many weeks it lasted he became frustrated and he gave up everything and he went back to some western country back to some bad habits and threw away his japa threw away all of his practice <clears throat> so again we mention him not to make fun of him, but to use him as didactic material. <laughs> so he gets benefit. <clears throat> but it's an example that um, we need to be satisfied with, also with the progress Krishna grants. Right? We, try, we do our best, we do our best, but we do not uh, try to force Krishna. You must Krishna. So bhakti begins with surrender. Bhakti is based on surrender. In Bhakti Sandarbha, Jiva Goswami describes different types of bhakti, three types. It's very interesting. One is Aropasida, one is Sangasida, and one is Sarupasida. So Aropasida, it, Bhakti that becomes bhakti after you offer. It's like your office work. Becomes bhakti if you offer. If you offer, it becomes bhakti. Arupa. <clears throat> then sangasida, it's bhakti because it is good for bhakti. Like if you practice uh, kindness, uh, detachment, and respect, it's always good for bhakti. It's sangha. Although you can see that jnanis and yogis, they also practice that. But it's sangha or charity, right? We see that charitable people, kind people, they are quicker to buy a book and come to the temple. And somehow or other, of course, without Krishna's mercy and devotee's mercy, in itself it's not enough. But it's closer, it's sangha, it's connected to, to bhakti, so it's sangha siddha bhakti. It's, it's bhakti because it's favorable for bhakti. And there is Sarupa Bhakti, Sarupa Siddha Bhakti. That's uh, coming to the temple, associating with devotees, singing Hare Krishna, hearing Krishna Katha. It's always Bhakti. It's always Bhakti. It's always giving you direct juice and nourishment. However, it's interesting that he does not begin with Shravanam Kirtanam, which we know are the first methods, processes of uh, Sarupa Siddha Bhakti. He begins with first Guru Padashraya and before that with surrender, Sharanagati. Even though Sharanagati, surrender, 
in itself is not bhakti. Bhakti on Thakur says Saranagati is the staircase to the temple of bhakti. So if we want to get into the temple, we must go through the stairs. But if we don't uh, proceed, don't continue walking and uh, stay on stair on the staircase, that's also not, not uh, enough. Right? So it's, it's necessary. So, and, so surrender means we accept Krishna's will, we accept Krishna's decision, and we accept Krishna's schedule. So that's why also patience, dharya, is important in the Upadeshamrita. Bhaktivinoda gives a comment in Bhakti Loka that Krishna, if we are impatient in our sadhana, we can uh, sometimes give up bhakti. But if we are patient, Krishna is waiting to see that you are patient. And he, he writes a very mysterious sentence that probably you can all recognize in your life. He says, as soon as Krishna sees that you are patient, he gives you mercy immediately. It's very mysterious. It means, you, you might have this experience that as soon as you agree to wait forever, Krishna grants you uh, his mercy now. Like uh, in Chaitanya Lila, in the story of Mukunda. Yeah? So, Mukunda came, Goranga was giving blessings to everybody, and they said, what about Mukunda? And he said, Mukunda is going and he's listening to Mayavadis and he's uh, insulting me. I'm not gonna, I, don't, don't let him come. So they go to Mukunda and say, Mukunda, Goranga, Nimai Pandit said he's not gonna see you. So then he says, and he, he says, please ask uh, Goranga Mahaprabhu, when will I be able to see him? So then Goranga Mahaprabhu says, well, after Koti, one crore lifetimes. And what does Mukunda do? He says, I will see, I will see, I will see. He starts jumping. And he says, uh, doesn't matter, 10 million lifetimes doesn't, it's okay, as long as I will see. And Sudhani Mahaprabhu hears, and he says, bring him here. <laughs> so, 10 million lifetimes got compressed to one second when he became patient and satisfied and accepted Krishna's schedule. All right? Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, 8 o'clock. Uh, any more comments, questions, points? It is. And especially if you are hurt by somebody so bad, then mm. how can you reciprocate in a... Yes. You know, like Gandhi said, if somebody slaps on you, try your face. But that's not uh, easy. So is there any step-by-step way -step to develop these things, feelings? Or, and 
not just to please Krishna, but to become uh, like a good person. Or the oh, that's the. This is the point. This is the point. Uh, we want these qualities not to be a good person. That would be material, and this is very difficult. But if you want these qualities to please Krishna, then it's spiritual. And then what happens, then it's not the karmic sabhava qualities, character that we formed in previous life, but if it's based on surrender, if it's Krishnaika Sharanam, if it's for pleasing Krishna, then we can manifest our true eternal spiritual qualities. So when we practice based on surrender to Krishna, for Krishna, with detachment, then we can manifest the spiritual qualities of the soul that you already have also. It may be covered with a subtle body, but if we offer it to Krishna in bhakti, then Krishna helps these qualities to come out. So in other words, it's very important that this is for Krishna. And then also, we should not be uh, frustrated because sometimes what happens, we come right, and uh, we think it goes backwards. Before Krishna consciousness, I was a cool guy. I was easygoing, friendly, and now I'm so harsh, I'm so uh, blocked, awkward, and uh, unnatural, artificial, angry, judgmental. Uh, yeah, does it happen? Sometimes. So this is why, uh, why um, Bhagavatam says, Prahlad Maharaj says, actually after, after that verse here, he says that uh, non-devotees or out, without bhakti, uh, our, we don't have good qualities. It's not true, we have good qualities, but they are not reliable. They are not, if we are put to test, and they may go away. They are based on our profit. So why I was, why I was uh, easygoing before Krishna consciousness or friendly? Because it was uh, profitable. Yeah? Uh, other, you know, other people liked me and I liked to be liked. That's why. <laughs> and now, so that it was based on a false ego. And now I have to do things for Krishna. So the mind says, you know, go to hell. Why should I cooperate? You are trying to destroy me. Why should I cooperate? Forget it. And the mind stops cooperating. And this so-called good quality disappears. But in the same way also the bad quality can be dissolved. So if we <clears throat> offer it to Krishna, uh, we should be patient. We should not be frustrated that, oh, why am I so awkward, so... so uh, I need to. Con we need. We have to control the mind, so the mind uh, manifests anger or envy. And you go. You say, "Go down, go away, go down," and it rears it, you know, up and becomes even stronger. And the more we push it down, the more it pushes back. The more we fight with it, we, we say, "Don't think like this," and the mind says, "Like this, like this." Yeah, don't think. Aha, like that, like that, <laughs> and it becomes stronger. And it's very frustrating. It, you can lose completely, all, you can be very discouraged. So Prahlad Maharaj in Hari Bhakti Sudadaya, he says that sometimes when somebody starts his practice of bhakti, 
his anartas like uh, lust, anger, greed, and other uh, envy, pride, illusion, they increase and become as tall as the Himalayas. And some people become frustrated and give up, but they miss the point. And, you know, because it's impossible. You, you look at this and it, how can you control it? This Maya is very difficult to, to control. You try to control it. It's, it's very powerful. It, it's divine. It's divine. Krishna is divine energy. Who am I to control Maya? But if somebody approaches Krishna, so Prahlad Maharaj says, if you, instead of try, trying to fight these Himalaya-like, uh, tall mountain-like anartas, instead turn to Krishna because when we fight with these anartas we are turning our back to Krishna and facing the anartas but if we do the other way around if we turn to Krishna and surrender to Krishna what happens this uh, tall mountain starts shrinking and so, whoop, so it's very very big compared to me but compared to Krishna it's very very small so if you look at Krishna, take shelter in Krishna. So this is Manakshiksha. Yes. You can see that Raghunath Das Goswami does not fight with the Anartas and with the mind. He's, he's talking to the mind. He says, uh, oh dear mind, he says, uh, O mind, how long will you burn yourself and myself in the donkey urine of criticism and gossip? You're not happy, I'm not happy. Instead, why don't you immerse yourself in the glistening ocean of nectarian pastimes of Shishi Gandharvika Giridhari, Radha Krishna. I think this is a better uh, choice, he says. So he's preaching. He gives. He goes step by step through all the. First, he addresses the attack of the six enemies. Then he addresses this criticism. Then he addresses Pratishtasha. So the last anger, greed. They are gross, more subtle basis is criticism and sort of, you know, dislike of others. And the more subtle element, the foundation of that, is Pratishtasha, desire, false ego, desire to, to be prominent or to be accepted, to get approval, Pratishta, some status, to, to get some status. That's the basis, root of all, all anartas. So he gives a remedy for each of them. Subtler, subtler, and subtler. And then he says, what if nothing works? So then he says, okay, you just cry, sit in Vrindavan and cry. <laughs> Chant Hare Krishna and cry <laughs> with devotees. And uh, what if you cannot cry? As uh, what is this? Recently, somebody made a funny post on the Facebook. 
chant hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare and be happy or anyway just chant <laughs> because this my friend patri says that uh, this and sometimes extends over 20 years and be happy <laughs> Okay, anyway, at least, anyway, at least just chat. <laughs> so this is something I wanted to um, bring up tomorrow, but I will start probably today. <clears throat> Nothing pleases Krishna more. Oops, I should add S there. Than our associating with devotees. So Krishna says, Na rodayati mam yogo. Rodayati doesn't capture, doesn't control. Uh, I'm not controlled, I'm not captured by yoga practice, meditation. Not by na sankyam dharma evacha, not by philosophical uh, analysis, not by uh, just religiosity, not by svadhyaya, just memorizing, study, studying some scripture, tapas, austerity, tyaga, renunciation, ishtapurta, some pious activities like digging wells, dakshina, uh, distributing charity, vratani, vows, yagya, sacrifice, chandansi, Vedic hymns, tirthani, visiting holy places, niyama, yama, following uh, rules and regulations, yatha, as much as yatha avarunde, as much as I am captured satsanga by associating with devotees. Sarva sanga paho himam, which removes all the uh, material attachment, all the material trouble. Oh, this is also Bhaktivinoda Thakur quoting Ramanujachari. If you have tried and tried and tried, just go and sit with devotees and ask blessings. And every devotee can give blessings. Gopikanadana Prabhu was saying that. Every ISKCON devotee is authorized to give blessings. Okay? <laughs> so if you collect enough blessings, it works. <laughs> Maybe not immediately again, but it works. Hare Krishna. So please, uh, out of your mercy and generosity of your heart, kindly say a small prayer to Krishna to bless me that I am able to be properly merciful friendly, respectful, and uh, neutral when attacked or something. Because you're authorized, everybody's authorized. Hare Krishna. Okay. We have many bhaktas. All of, all of you are bhaktas. And I'm getting the most benefit because Bhakti Sandarbha is quoting Skanda Purana saying that a servant of devotees by his glance purifies uh, the person from hundreds of births of sin. So when you give a class, so many people look at you even through some, you know, Sneaky means of internet, <laughs> sometimes. 
So if if they are serving devotees, you get purified. Hare Krishna. Thank you for giving your glance, direct glance, not even through the internet, but your direct glance. Thank you very much. Like don't try to rush. Yeah. Uh, the speed is 60. Don't go with the speed of 90. You know. Um, and and there's a nice uh, sloka in Gita which I don't remember, where Arjuna is asking that, what happens if I don't attain perfection in this life? Will it go waste? Then Krishna, no, no, no. Nothing will go waste. If you have attained 50 percent in next birth, you will remain 50. You will not go to zero. And then you will next life move forward, upward. Yeah. So can you comment on that? Yes, thank you. Yeah, <clears throat> this is the second chapter. Neha Bikramo Nashasti Pratyavayo Navidyate, 240. And there, that's also the sixth chapter, 641. If you have done some auspicious, if you touched Bhakti Yoga, you will never lose it. You will be able to continue. I have already attained 1% so far. Yes, yes. <clears throat> Something else we wanted to say. It's never lost, and we can continue, and we are, yes. We do not rush. We are steady. We are accepting. We are accepting Krishna's schedule. We are surrender. We practice surrender. Of course, we do not try to drag it for uh, too many lifetimes. Shila Prabhupada, Shila Bhakti Siddhanta, Sarasati Thakur say, "Finish your business in this lifetime," and it's also a unique opportunity that is provided by Bhakti. It's possible, you know, even though normally. It takes many lifetimes. But in bhakti, it's possible in one lifetime. It's possible. Sometimes Krishna even can squeeze Esha, Brahmi, Stiti, Partha, uh, even at the moment of death. Krishna can squeeze uh, all the required ad advancement. Of course, better not to postpone. So we practice. As, as Krishna is describing. So we do all, we chant Hare Krishna, we uh, hear, we try to serve the mission, we associate with devotees. Did you read that BBC study? I, I mean, this study um, that was printed in the BBC on news that uh, if your friend are friend, if you have friends that are happy you are 60% more likely to be happy and if uh, you have friends if your friends have friends who are happy you don't even know them you are removed uh, 2 degrees removed but they are happy you are 30% uh, more likely to be happy you don't even know them but if they are happy and they are friends of your friends, you, are, you will be more happy, statistically. There is one condition, though, very uncomfortable. You have to be within six miles of them. <laughs> Strangely enough, I don't know why. 
So that's why it's good to come to the temple. <laughs> it helps. It's, it, it's one of the... So to get the direct glance, not refracted through <laughs> all the... But if not, at least we somehow... Every little helps. Every penny counts. Every little... The smallest advancement can save one from the <coughs> biggest danger. Okay, so... <clears throat> Uh, step by step means tr try to practice for three seconds something that's difficult basically you have to uh, um, deal ar not argue um, you have to uh, learn nego yeah, negotiate thank you negotiate with your mind and you can tell your mind let's try for two seconds or for one second Also, you know, if you want to overcome some anartas. And also, before that, maybe we could uh, try not to fight it. Because when we fight it, we are focused on it. We are not trying to fight, suppress. We are trying to refocus, redirect our consciousness towards Krishna. So we can just tell the mind, it's okay. Very bad, very bad. Prabhupada gives the example of a smart mother. When a child eats uh, dirt, she doesn't just say, stop it. She says, take the sweet. And naturally, the child gives up that dirt and takes the sweet. So in the same way, we ne negotiate with the mind. We, uh, instead of arguing, we say, why don't, why don't we... That's okay, that's terrible, that's very bad, very bad. Yes, very bad. How about we... Uh, redirect our focus onto Krishna at least for two seconds for three seconds and then by becoming more and more absorbed in Krishna by this param drishtani vartate by higher taste and mercy jaitam suratau pangor mama mandama tergati matsaro sapadam bojo radha madana mohano Krishna's Gosami praise oh radha madan mohan I am lame and handicapped and crippled Pangu, I'm crippled. But you are very intelligent, so please, your lotus feet are everything for me. So if you give me mercy, I will be saved. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Okay, so homework. <laughs> homework, at least three seconds of mercy. In your heart. Okay? Thank you very much.